Merry, whoa. Merry Christmas. Merry, whoa. <laughs> uh, so, are you here? Are you still out at the stores? We're just going to take a few minutes today to, to celebrate. So, the things we celebrate, of course, are trees, presents, and food. That's pretty much it. Santa's good, too, yeah. So we celebrate in the, all these incredible things. You know, the food just goes on and on, doesn't it? I mean, so those are all great things, right? They're all awesome. And uh, cheesecake is always uh, accepted. But we're here to celebrate today. We're in church, and we're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus, right? And, and uh, you know, thinking about it, you know, there are, there are births every day. Mm-hmm. Births all the time, right? Births in, in Jerusalem, births in, in Nazareth, but births in Bethlehem as well. Every day there's people being born. So what in the world makes it any different, this particular birth? Why would we celebrate this birth for 2,000 plus years, Right? What's, what's kind of what's the big deal, really? And, but it is a big deal, and there was something very, very different about this particular birth. Not just that he was going to be the savior of the world, but he was. Not just because he was the son of God, which he was. Not just that he would be Messiah, which he definitely was. But there's something about this birth that, that John, the gospel of John talks about in in John 1, and, and uh, basically, let's just read it. I'll put it on the screen for you, and we can, we can read it together. It says, in the beginning, this is John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. And verse 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. So there's something that's different about this particular birth. And, and, and we see it here. And, and John 1.1 is kind of like Genesis 1.1. They're like, you know, if you think of the scripture, the mountain peaks, you know, like Genesis 1.1 is like this huge mountain peak. John 1.1 is right up there in the, in the same region. Uh, the, the mountain peaks of the truth. And, and, and we see in the beginning, you know, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1.1. And then we see here in John 1.1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. So something is going on here. What, what, what is it that's happening here? It says that he was, the word was in the beginning with God. And again, we go back to Genesis 1.1. And so this This word, and we see in in verse 14, let me just say it right at the beginning, the word is who? The word is Jesus. The word became flesh. He took on a body, a human body, and he dwelt, he tabernacled amongst us. So in the beginning was the word. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning was the word. Jesus was already there, right? Before he ever came and was born in that stable 
in Bethlehem. He was already there. He was there in heaven already. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Now, we just stop for a minute and talk about this idea of the Word, because we could spend, you know, a long time talking about that. But in its simplest form, a word, I'm using words right now to to express thoughts and to express ideas and to really express what I think and who I am. And you do that when you talk to somebody, you express who you are. Well, the word is the expression of God, you see. It's in its simplest simplest form that God was expressing himself to us by by the word, who is Jesus Christ. But it didn't stop there. He says the word was was with God, but the word was God. So this word, Jesus Christ, is God as well. This is where where, uh, most, if not all, of the false teachings go wrong about who Jesus was. Was he God or not? Was he just a man or was he, in fact, God, the Son? We see it. All throughout the the Bible, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And in Genesis 1, it says, God says, let us, and it's a plural, let us make man in our image. We see even from there, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But he says the word was God. Jesus is God, and that is so important. That is the truth that I want to emphasize in these few minutes that I have here today that, that sets him apart. This birth, that sets this birth apart from every other birth that happens. There's no one else that ever is the same. That Jesus Christ is God. And, and so he came from heaven. He was, was in the beginning with God. He came to the earth. And he took flesh. He became flesh. He took a body. He wasn't just an ordinary baby born that day like so many believe. Well, he was cute and... You know, he, he, you know, he was there, but, but it was so much more than that. And I, and I think this is one of the, not only the mountain peaks, but also the bedrock of what we believe as, as Christians. That Jesus Christ was no ordinary man. He wasn't just a good teacher, though he was the best teacher ever on the planet. But he was God. Jesus is God. You have to think about that. In verse 3, it says that through him, through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So through the word, through Jesus Christ, the son, creation happened. So he had to be here before the earth was created. He had to be here before people were created. So he was there. Not, Not only was he not a created being, he was the creator. Jesus, all things were created what? Through him, through Jesus. Now, I don't know about you, but, but I've never seen a man create anything out of nothing, which makes him God. God created the heavens and the earth. God is the one who creates. In Colossians chapter 1, it says this, for He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, because by him, speaking of Jesus here, everything was created in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, 
all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and by him all things hold together. That's pretty clear, isn't it? All things, he, he was the agent of creation. He was, he was creator God, and, and all things were created by him. All things were created for him. He was before all things that were created. But that last part's kind of interesting, too. It says, by him, all things hold together. He's actually holding the universe together. He's holding you together. He's holding this whole creation together. In Hebrews chapter 12, or excuse me, 1, it says that he was the heir of all things, and he, through whom, through him, uh, God made the universe. And that the sun is the radiance of God's glory. So Jesus, Jesus. A few more things I want to point out about him. We see this here in the next couple of verses in John chapter 1. It says, in him was what? And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. In him was life, and in him was light. Life. You see, only God can bring life. Only God can create life. God created heavens and the earth, and God, it says he, God said, let there be light, and there was light. God gave light then, but God gives life and light to us now today. There's two different words for this word life, right? Two different Greek words. One is zoe, right? And the other one is bios. So in this particular case, he's talking about the zoe. So it's, it's a lot more than just biological life. It's spiritual life. It's eternal life. It's life forever and ever. In him. In who? In Jesus, yeah. In him was life. And that life was the light of men, the true light, the true life, like light shining in a dark place. Life and light are found in Jesus, this one that we celebrate being born today. You see, because without Jesus, what do we have? We have death and we have darkness. Without Jesus, we have death and we have darkness. Aren't those two the things that we fear in life? We fear dying. I don't, I'm afraid of death. We fear darkness. How many of you are afraid of the dark? Nobody's honest. You can see that. But Jesus came to bring life, to defeat death. He came to, to give us light in the, in the darkness of this creation, in the darkness of this world. It says that he became flesh and he lived among us to bring us life and to bring us light. He came from heaven. He took a body. He became one of us. He became one of us, Jesus did. But he was different than us in some ways. How was he different? He was perfect. He was completely sinless. That's important. Why? 
because he became a sacrifice for our sins. And if he was sinful, like we are, how can he die for the sins of the world? But John said in, in verse 14 that we have seen his glory. Again, you know, we had four kids and two of them are here today. And, and I love them. And, you know, they're wonderful kids and everything. But I don't look at them and see glory. <laughs> Sorry. But, but when they looked at Jesus Christ, they saw glory. Why? Because the glory belongs only to who? To God. Now, of course, the, you know, the creation is glorious. And, and I guess you could say we could see the glorious creation. And I'm going to save myself here from grief later. <laughs> but true glory belongs to God alone. And so John said we saw we saw his glory. We saw it. They, they spent all this time with Jesus, right? And they saw his glory. What makes Jesus different than all the other births that have happened? They saw his glory. And they said he was full of grace and he was full of truth. Full of grace and full of truth. So why did he come to this creation? Why did he come to his creation? We already read it says that it was created through him, by him, and for him. It was all for him. So, But he decided, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit decided that Jesus would come to his creation. Why? I've already said it. He, he came to bring life. And he, he came to bring the light. Eternal life. Eternal light. It says that, that he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. I think, I think those of you who, who have you know, received Jesus and you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you know that, that something happened when you gave your life to Jesus. It was like the light came on. Now, it didn't change all the darkness in the world around us, but it changed the light in your life. Because Jesus said what? That he was the light of the world. And he who follows me won't walk in the darkness. He'll walk in the light. Like I said, this world is full of darkness, you know. But, but he came to, to be the light, to show us the way to, to restore this relationship with God that we, that we desperately need, that he loved us enough to send his son. We know John 3.16 says that. He so loved the world that he sent his son. That whoever believed in him would have eternal life and never perish. Jesus. It says in 2 Timothy this, that this grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. But it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus. When he appeared, when he came to this earth, who has destroyed death and he has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, through the truth of, of Jesus and believing and accepting him and following him. He's destroyed death. You know, we're, nobody is like looking, you know, enjoying the prospect of dying. But the truth is, for the believer, death has no sting. 
For those who believe in Jesus Christ, death has no, there's nothing to fear about. In fact, it's only the beginning. Paul says to live is Christ, to die is what? Gain. It's only better. It's only going to get better. We're going to see him face to face. But he also came to change our lives now and to give us abundant life now. And I can testify to that in my own life, that he's, he's given me life that I never had before. And, and, I, and I see it in people in the world around me like they need life. They need light. They need Jesus. So the good news, this gospel that brings life and immortality, is what? That Jesus came to earth. And he lived a sinless life. Never sinned. How many of you can say that? Well, if you redefine the word sin or toss it out of the dictionary, well, maybe you can say that. But he died for you and for me, not for himself. And he rose from the dead. So all that's left is our response. What is our response? What is your response? And it's a daily response in my mind. It's the first time is when you, when you understand that Jesus loves you and that you, that you need him and you allow him to come into your life. There's the first time. But you know what? I think it's a daily thing where, and, and I think Matt said it, that every day is Christmas really. Every day is Christmas for us to, to understand Jesus and, and, and talk to him and walk with him. But, you know, you think about the Magi, those wise men that they, they came. And it, what does it say? It says that we saw his star, right? We saw his star. And then what does it say? What did they say? We have come to worship him. We have come to worship him. Worship a baby? Worship just a human being? That's, that would be idolatry, right? True worship is God alone. But they said, we have come to worship him, this baby Jesus. Why? Because he is God. He is divine. He is deity. Our response, uh, John says it a little bit later in the chapter. He says in verse 12, to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. To all who received him and believed in his name. That's, that's our response ultimately, is to receive him and to believe in his name. You know, it's a personal thing. Each one of us has to make a decision. Each one of us makes decisions each and every day. What am I going to do with my life? How am I going to live my life? But this decision to receive and to believe Jesus Christ, it, it brings us into the family of God. Nothing else does. And so I want to leave you with that thought, this idea that Jesus was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And, but He came to the earth to bring us life, and He came to the earth to bring us 
light. And he wants to give that to each and every one of us, but, but not just you and me. You know, we have some time at Christmas usually to spend with the family, you know, but so often it becomes everything else. And, and you know, like I said, those are not bad things, you know. You can give me presents anytime you like. I'm happy with that. But the greatest gift of all is, is Jesus Christ. And I think, I think you and I, you know, we need to be a little bit more bold. I read in 2 Corinthians 5, you know, uh, Paul says, you know, that, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. So this, this Savior Jesus, again, Paul says that he was God in Christ, but his purpose was to reconcile the world, to, to bring him into relationship with the world. That's what Jesus came to do. But Paul said, you know what? We are ambassadors, and we make a plea, and that's my plea to you today, and I think we need to be more bold with our family and, and our friends. You know, Paul said, we make this plea, be reconciled with God. And the only way to do that is through his son, Jesus Christ. There's no other way. There's no, you know, living a good life, doing all the right things that you think are the right things. It's not going to get you this relationship. It's not going to reconcile. There's only one way. It's through Jesus and what he came to do on this earth. I hope and pray, and we're going to pray right now, and maybe I hope that every single one of you have already received Jesus Christ. You believe in him, you're following him, and that is the best thing ever. But perhaps some of you haven't gotten to that place yet, and you still have to say, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, you know what? Jesus is here, and he, he wants you to give him an opportunity, give him a chance in your life. And maybe somebody who watches the video later will, will see that. And, 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 and so I would speak out to them as well. But Jesus is why we're here today. It's always why we've been here today. Without Jesus, you take Jesus out of the equation, what do we have? Nothing, really. Nothing at all. Let's pray together. Let's ask God to work in us and also in these next couple of days to work through us. Maybe it's somebody that you need just to, to, to say God bless you and, and to, say, to say the name of Jesus. Maybe it's just to love somebody and, and when they see there's something different about you that, that you can tell them it's Jesus. What a great thing that is. Father in heaven, we thank you that you loved this world so much that you sent your one and only son, Jesus. That he would come to the earth and that he would take a body, that he would live a sinless, perfect life and that he would die a brutal death on a cross. But after three days, he would rise, conquering death. 
and let all who believe in him, all who receive, could have eternal life and live in heaven forever and ever and ever. It's so simple, but yet we resist, we fight, we drag our feet, but, but you are so patient and you're slow to anger and full of loving kindness for your creation. So today we say yes to you, Jesus. Maybe we've already said yes, but again today we, we just confirm and we say again that yes, you are God and you are the Savior of the world. You are the light of the world. You gave eternal life to all who would receive and believe. But maybe today is the day for you when you'll be born into the family of God and you can, you can say this day, Christmas Eve 2023, you said yes for the first time to Jesus and, and he is here and willing to come into your life. No question about it. You can pray with me right now and say, Jesus, I'm lost. It's dark. I have no life in my heart. Pray that you'd come in and I receive you today. I believe in your name, the name of Jesus. Forgive me and I look to that cross where you died in that empty tomb. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray your blessing on this this group of people, this family. I love this family. I pray your blessing on each and every one. I pray for good health and you bless them in these coming days and even as the these two days of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we would take some time just to think about you. You gave your life to us and for us and we give our lives back to you, Jesus. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand together and sing.